Hello and welcome to another agency playbook. Last time we talked about the five P's. I introduced the five P's. It's going to be the framework that you install in your agency to support the high powered offense that you need to create income and equity with your agency, the five P's. And I said, we're going to start with the first P, which is purpose. But I was being a little bit quick by saying that we're going to start with the first P because we're not. Today, we're going to talk about ego. We're going to talk about ego and why it is the limiting factor from agents installing the five Ps and making it happen. It's what got in the way with me. It's what gets in the way with a lot of folks because it could be that it's my way or the highway mentality that can really, really hamper growth and performance. So let's go and do it. Insurance dudes are on a mission to escape being handcuffed by our agencies. How? By uncovering the secrets to creating a predictable, consistent, and profitable agency sales machine. I am Craig Pretzinger. I am Jason Feldman. We are agents. We are insurance dudes. All right. Welcome back to the insurance dudes. I'm Craig Pretzinger. This is another agency playbook. We're going to talk about ego. And in this case, the ego gets in the way of installing the five Ps. What are the things that I found myself saying or that I've heard other agents say that have prevented them from successfully installing the five Ps? What are the things that prevent them from making that foundation that your agency needs in order to then support the the high-powered offense that every agent needs in order to create increased income and establish a path to equity so that eventually you can exit. So what is the number one thing? Well, the ego, right? The ego is the I, it's the self. It's it's our mind's way of protecting us. And I'm going to do that with the air quotes. It protects us, right? It actually, I'd argue, hampers growth, keeps us comfortable, keeps us playing in the safe zone so that we actually won't ever advance. Einstein, actually, if you've heard of Einstein, he actually came up with an equation that I think is pretty cool with regards to ego. He says, ego equals one over knowledge, right? So it's the inverse of knowledge. So the greater the ego, the less the knowledge, the more the knowledge, the less the ego. So uh, pretty interesting, right? Makes me think of the term, the armchair quarterback or backseat driver, right? The person who doesn't have all the information or isn't doing the activity can often be the one who's going to give the most insight and the most input. And again, it's, it's a protection mechanism. It's, Hey, I need to make myself look good because I don't quite necessarily know all the stuff. And so I want to not look stupid. So I'm going to try to, and what happens is actually it's, it can be more damaging, right? Another thing is that that ego is, it's protecting you, right? It's, it's the fear. If we experience fear, it's it's the ego coming in and trying to protect us from what can potentially be painful, right? If we go out there and we put ourselves out, uh, it can be painful. The same way when we started doing the the podcast. I mean, there were a million things that were going through our minds when we were doing this and, and still are, right? Being away for a month, coming back, putting down episodes, um, recording myself, start getting in my head, start thinking, oh, is anybody actually listening? Is this actually helpful? Am I good at this? You know, all of the things that come in and it's important to, to focus on, on your own why and what you're trying to accomplish so that 
it can squash that ego and get you to advance. So let's look at a few of the things that that will do. So what about fear of failure? Fear of failure, look at stupid, right? We we hate to fail. It's sort of hammered into us from the time that we're little that failure is bad and success is is great, but everybody's probably heard the saying, the path to success is littered with the bodies of all of the failures. So it's something like that. I may have goofed that up, but that's okay. It's okay to fail because now I'm going to look it up and get it right. Um, But there you go. Example right there. If this was an ego-driven thing, then I would go back and tell our editor to take that part out. I'm not going to because it's okay. I can throw up a fail. I'll work through it. So fear of failure. If I was worried, if I was so worried that I would fail when I'm doing the podcast or when I bought a hundred leads a day or when I bought two, if I was so afraid of failing, then that would prevent me from doing the action that is actually going to lead to the results. My outcome in doing the podcast is to help other agents because if I help other agents, they're going to be successful. They're going to go help other agents. World's going to become a better place. And that's great, right? That's what I, I ultimately want to do is give back so that other people can be successful and not necessarily go through all the pain that we went through. There's still going to be pain, right? There's still going to be ego. No matter what I say, folks are going to maybe take some of it and run, but they're going to try to do a little bit of their own thing. And that's fine. I did the same thing, but the best way to get to results is, is duplicate what others are doing that is working. Um, So that can eliminate some of that fear of failure if we actually do duplicate, right? Uh, we don't have to invent it ourselves. But let's look at what what's something that you could say um, around the, the this fear of failure concept. One of the things I used to say is, what if I invest in this thing? If I invest in training my team, invest time, invest money, and they still can't handle the responsibilities that we put in place or they're, they're not able to to execute and get results after I spend this time training them, it would be a disaster, right? I wasted all my time doing this when I could have been doing that. That FOMO can't let that drive decisions, cannot make fear-based decisions because we're never going to get anywhere. We're going to be stuck in this place of comfort, in this place of, uh, I I don't want to move past that and we'll never be successful. So got to throw that off to the side. It's really important in order to to move past these fears is to be able to take a step back and really observe, become the observer, right? Your ego isn't going to observe. Your true self is going to observe. So if you can, if you can separate from the automation, this autopilot that you're, that you do from the things you say and actually try to look at it almost like your remote control on yourself and, and, observe the thoughts that are coming in, observe the way that we're handling these, these opportunities as they come up, it can really change how you, how you perceive the thing and, and then how you execute. Because had I said, for example, when I started building out the telephone, if I had said, you know, this is too hard, I don't even understand what cost per sale means. I don't understand these things. I don't understand a dialer. I don't understand how to hire the uh, telemarketers to do the right way. I didn't understand that, they, that I had to have those those dials on the, all of the different components could very easily have said, oh, you know what? It's too complicated. I don't think I'll be successful doing this and eject and never would have had the 4 million that added to the agency overall premium that now created a much higher value of equity in this agency, right? It's creating a situation where now I have more freedom in that I can continue to invest using 
the systems that we have in place or I could sell it, right? I'm creating more opportunity for myself, my family, and everybody uh, that, that I know around me. All right, so that's one thing. How about avoidance of responsibility? This is gonna come a lot with potentially somebody who's been in the business a long time, but it, I guess it could happen with somebody who's new also, right? Avoidance of responsibility. We've been doing it this way for years. If we start changing things now and it goes wrong, I'll get blamed for it, right? Again, I'm gonna look bad. Or if we start changing it, if we change things now and we don't get results and it gets worse, then that would be even more detrimental. Well, if we don't change things when they're not when they're not fully optimized or they're not getting us the results that we need to max everything, to increase our income, to increase the equity in our agency, well, what are we doing, right? So it's easy to stay in that comfort zone and it's easy to avoid the responsibility of taking on those additional things. It's much easier to stay busy right? A, a lot of folks will say, well, I still work my butt off. I'm still at the agency 12 hours a day. I'm still doing all these things. Well, if we're grading ourselves on the amount of quote unquote work that we do, I don't know that we're actually helping our agency, that we're creating better results. If we grade ourselves on doing the right number of activities that are going to lead to the results, then we're doing better, right? We're getting warmer. We're getting getting more towards avoiding this ego area and working towards growth. What's another one? The fear, the fear, procrastination. You know what? I'm going to put it off. I cannot tell you the number of agents over the years uh, when we started doing coaching, then when we started the telefunnel um, and all of the different things that we've, that we've first tested and optimized in our own agencies that we then have had other agents ask us if they can use. Well, sure it would have been very easy, or I'm sorry, what, what we've heard over and over and over again, many times is, oh, oh, well, I, I'm not ready for that yet. It's a big commitment. I'm going to do that when I have more time. I've said it, probably said it, everybody's said it, right? I'm going to do that when I have more time. And when is that going to be? Ask yourself, when is there actually going to be more time available? Never, right? There's never more time. In fact, there's only less time. Every day that goes by, there's less time. Every day that we don't create automation, that we don't create systems and and processes to to free up chunks of time so that we can then focus on the right activities is hampering our performance. But it's an easy out to justify it by saying, you know what? I just am too busy right now. I can't do that. I'm too busy to focus on the five Ps. I'll do that later when I have more time. Well, the five Ps is what actually creates the organization that then facilitates the freedom. So we're never going to get to freedom if we don't create the process, if we don't put the five Ps in place that then leverage that. What else? Lack of confidence. Lack of confidence maybe in self, lack of confidence in the team. I'd like to delegate more stuff. We have a fantastic member in our elite group and she came to us or we told her, you know what? You need to take it. You got to take a day off. You got to, you got to, why don't you take Fridays off? Just do it and see what happens. And the objection of course was the delegation, right? Or lack of confidence in the team or maybe in her own ability to let go. But we pushed, we pushed, we pushed. And I think she was real grateful that she's started to take Fridays off. I think she's now uh, the last elite meeting I asked and she said that she, well, it's not quite the way that she, she wanted. And, and, and that's the way that it works, right? We're going to drift back to doing it the old way until we really fortify those habits and make ourselves do it. 
There's always a reason why we could go in. There's always stuff that can be done. There is never a time when there isn't a million things on the plate. We just have to focus on the right number of those million things. And again, it's going back to putting the right system, overall system in place. And we do that by put it using the five piece, right? Let's let's not reinvent the wheel. Let's use the things that have proven in organizational theory to work. So lack of confidence, what's something you say? I'd love to delegate more tasks, but I'm not sure they can handle it. No, maybe they can't handle it. Maybe they can't. But the only way that they ever will be able to handle it is by having them try, right? They may fail. That's okay. We're not building airplanes. We're not doing brain surgery here. Nobody's going to die. Let's let them do it. Let's give them the confidence by us having the confidence in them. What about fear of success? This one is nuts. Now, the human mind is a very, very interesting thing, isn't it? Fear of success is a big thing that prevents us from moving forward. I remember prior to buying the first building, I I was renting and I thought, oh, if I bought a building, that'd be awesome because I could get somebody, I could get a tenant. I can use an SBA loan. I can do all these things that are going to really put myself in a great position. But then I started thinking, oh, but then I'm going to have to be a landlord. Then I'm going to have to do this. It's like, yes, these are challenges, aren't they? But these are good challenges. When I bought the second building, the same set of stuff went through my mind. I can't believe, I can hardly do X, Y, and Z and have this building. What if I buy another building? How am I going to do that? So we did buy another building. It was uncomfortable. But then all of the things that were uncomfortable about that, that were new, aren't even things that I think about anymore. Now I just have a building for each agency and we're able to actually, instead of just paying rent, throwing it away, we're creating equity in that little side business, right? Which is the business of being a landlord. And and that then is creating another opportunity. So the fear of success could have prevented me from buying the building or the second building, right? The, the fear of that success is an easy way out. What about if we grow too quick, right? Oh, I've, I have actually had somebody say this to me. If our agency grows too quickly, I'm not sure that I can handle the pressure. I'm going to have to hire more staff. I'm going to have to invest in new technology. It could all get out of control. This was actually said to me. Now, let's think about that. Let's remember, has there ever been a time when something doesn't come up, when there isn't an issue, when everything is just great? Maybe there was. And when there was, what happened very shortly thereafter, something came up, right? There's no way for it just to run, for everything just to run smoothly and for no issues or challenges ever to come up. So why would we make a good challenge something that prevents us from doing that thing? We need to be mindful and observant of ourselves and the things that we say so that we can diagnose if we're making ego-based decisions. So these are the kinds of things that are going to prevent us from, from being from successfully putting these things into place. So that is the ego. That is what could prevent you from, from utilizing these five Ps. So before the next episode, I would love it if you could sit and think about this and if you ever listen to Tim, uh, to Tim Ferriss, uh, he talks a lot about this. Uh, what, what does he do on a, on a typical day? A lot of the time he spends on a regular work day is spent thinking. Warren Buffett says it. I spend a lot of time thinking. This is real important. Not doing, thinking. Remember what Einstein said. I mentioned it right at the beginning. 
The more the knowledge, the lesser the ego, the lesser the knowledge, the more the ego. We want to trust that we can make the right decisions. We can do it by observing our ego and, and seeing where that ego falls into place and how it's maneuvering us. And we can put a stop to it. We want to break those patterns and we want to we want to start getting bold because the only way that we're going to grow the agency to maximize income and maximize equity is to break those patterns. I will see you next episode. And this time, I promise you, we are going to dive into the first P, which is purpose. I look forward to it. Don't forget to give us a review. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe on the uh, on one of the podcast platforms. And don't forget that you're awesome and you are an insurance dude to do that. And we appreciate you. Thank you so much.